now. Delighted to have our uh, psychotherapist and relationships uh, mentor, uh, Susan O'Donoghue, with me right now. Good morning to you, Susan. And what you're going to talk to us about today, it sort of plays into one of the letters there because it's conflict around Christmas, Susan. Yeah, good morning, Fran. Yeah, it certainly does. And I suppose for a lot of us, we look forward to Christmas and, you know, we look forward to meeting family and friends. And it's kind of a time of year where you make an effort, you yes. know, the rest of the year flies by and you don't. And I suppose... Uh, then we have the other side of it where you have a lot of people who really dread Christmas, do you know? And I think maybe the whole uh, lockdown thing was a blessing in disguise for a lot of people where they didn't have to meet yeah. up with people and they didn't have to go and sit with people who maybe they find, I don't know, like maybe they find very hard to, and difficult personalities maybe and maybe that feeling of an obligation to show up to family things. Um, so I think for a lot of people it might have been very, very, very helpful the whole COVID thing. So now that we're back into it for the second year, it could be quite difficult for a lot of people, you know. So I think it's all about communication. Mm. You said it there before. Sure, everything's about communication, do you know what I mean? And the most important communication is with yourself to tap in and see what's going on for you and how you're feeling. Because you might have a load of feelings coming up and not really know where they're coming from or why it's happening. And you might just need to have take time out to think to yourself, how is it that I feel so desperate having to meet up with these people? Mm. Or how is it I feel so threatened having to go, and to go to dinner in this house? Or what do I need to do around it for myself? Do you know and what I mean? Is it a cliche to think that, I mean, childhood will emerge with all these things. I mean, you know, when you go back to the family home, you become the child. You do. You take on the role, don't you? Wherever you are in the family, wherever, whatever sibling, you know, was ahead of you or behind you, they'll take on their role. So you'll fall back into that again. And what's quite interesting is I remember my husband saying to me years and years ago, um, I had, my dad came into the house, Lord Merson, we came into the house and we were sitting there. And the next thing when he left, my husband said to me, my God, I can't believe how much you changed when your dad came in. Was that very interesting? Yeah, you know, for me now, of and course. And you didn't realise that yourself? Not, obviously. I just fell into the role like it was second nature. Well, it was second nature because that's what it was. But it wasn't that, it was just like, yes, Dad, no, Dad, just, that, you know, that so kind of... you were of was, the daughter again. I was, I was the small five-year-old again, looking up to him on his pedestal. That's what I was. So it's quite amazing how we do that unconsciously because I'm back to that again now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is, it's, I, I'm just fascinated by... Uh, how we take care of ourselves in situations. So I think it's always about tapping in and seeing how is it for me to be in a situation and what do I need to do around it? And conflict, I suppose, can be very threatening, can't it? And we have different ways that we deal with it. Some people, will, you know, they'll lash back or they'll yeah. defend themselves and they'll be aggressive around it. And then other people, they'll be passive and run away into a corner and hide. And I think it's about that lovely place in the middle where you, you're able to assert yourself for yourself and not against another. And I think that's important, you know what I mean? And it's about taking care of your own needs because we are responsible for our own needs. It's not up to somebody else to take care of our needs for us, you mm. know? So it's always about communicating with yourself first about how it is for you. And then it's that lovely communication with another. And remember, the other needs to communicate with themselves too, consciously. They of need course, to know what's yes. going on for them before you'll be able to have... But do you find at Christmas time, Susan, that people would allow themselves maybe to be insulted or intimidated in some way more than at any other time rather than cause trouble if you know what I mean sorry I put that very clumsy but you know what I mean yeah I think I think a lot of the time if you're that kind of passive person right you'll just yeah. put up with it put up with it yeah, yeah. you just get but on with it should you do that do you know what? I believe that if that's your protector, yeah, because that's what it is, right? Yeah. We all have our protectors that we do. It's 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 about recognising that that's what you're doing. Because once you recognise that's okay. what you're doing, 
now you're in control of it and now you have a choice and that's why I'm always talking about conscious and unconscious when it's a reaction when I'm unconsciously doing it I'm just la- I'm just running away you know what I mean and hiding and just putting up with it and then I come away and I feel oh my god I can't believe you know what I mean that I was so in that place and I felt so horrible and why do I feel so horrible when you've no understanding of why you feel the way you feel Right. that's when it's unconscious, when there's a whole load of fear in it for you. But when you can get to the place of just recognising, this is what I'm doing here now, this situation is so threatening for me, you know, because it wouldn't be threatening, remember now, unless somebody was touching into sore spots. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So it can't touch into you unless the sore spot is there already. So people call it triggers, they call it loads of different stuff, but it's like that if my experience of Christmas Day was not very nice growing up, chances are I'll be fearful of it now. Yeah. It's interesting. And then you add alcohol to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. Then you add the alcohol to it and you add maybe, you know, uh, you haven't seen people for a long time. Maybe there's a history there, Mm. you know, that you've fallen out before or maybe a few words spoken or maybe no words spoken, just dirty looks or Mm. whatever, you know, you don't have to say anything to be... (laughs) And then you add the alcohol in and that really fuels it. Do you know mm. what I mean? So I think it's always about looking at things beforehand and thinking, this seems to be really, I really don't want to do this. And how is that for me now? What do I need to do around it? Maybe that might be saying, do you know what? I'm not going. Yeah. Mm. Maybe mm. that might be that. Maybe that's your way of protecting yourself. Maybe you're too fearful or it's too threatening to say I'm not going. So maybe what you need to do is maybe the person who maybe you know is going to be the most threatening there for you. If you're in a place to, it might be to ring them up and have a coffee with them first. You know, and just kind of... That's a great idea. Yeah, you know, just to see how so it is. you're setting you. the scene you're almost, set, you, yeah. Well, you're checking it out for yourself yeah. before you get there. You know what I mean? So it, remember, it's always about being conscious around how you feel. Because if I'm now... If I'm now conscious around this is threatening for me now I have options now Mm. I have a choice around it now I can say maybe if I meet them beforehand just for a coffee just to see will it be very threatening for me when I get there or to see can I kind of see if that's forgotten about what happened you know what I mean so I won't feel so under pressure when I get there and like there's loads of stuff we can do around it like it's always about taking care of yourself and I think it's about you know being conscious around this is what's happening for me. What do I need to do around it? Use an I statement when you're speaking. Don't say, you make me feel uncomfortable. You're the reason I don't want to go. Say, I feel uncomfortable. You know, I feel there's stuff that I need to take care of for myself in this. And that's why I feel like I can't go. Or that's why I feel like I'll need to take a walk after dinner. Or that's why I feel like I'll need to go answer an imaginary phone call. Mm. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, know. Whatever yeah. it is, you know. And I think Drink is dangerous, you know. Very dangerous in, yeah. in, in, with with family gatherings. I, I I would dread it now, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, saying no and I don't want to go, that, that could be the most empowering thing you could do, isn't it? It's it's taking care of yourself because, yeah. as I said before, when I say yes to everything, yeah, I'm a lot of the time I'm saying no to myself. Yeah. yeah. So if I'm a yes person and I'm a people pleaser, even to recognise that that's my protector and that's how I get through life is by saying yes to everybody because then I'm seen and everybody thinks I'm great and everybody says, isn't she a great woman altogether? And you know what I mean? That's fabulous. But at the same time, I'm putting myself under pressure the whole time. Maybe I'm not doing it with a full heart in it. I just, I don't really want to do it, but I'm saying yes just because that's what I do. Yeah, that's how I get seen. So who am I really... Um, who am I really like letting down here? Who am I not taking care of? And that's myself. 
you know and it has worked like when you think when we think of our protectors right they worked when we were small because Mm. we didn't have a choice because we most of us we weren't going to say listen can't take this anymore I'm five I'm off to next door it Mm. just didn't work like that so until we had um, a chance to leave the home of origin right and then we get the choice to think about what's going on for us and have a look at our protectors and see, are they working for us anymore? Because most of the time they work on some level, but they don't really. They're not serving the purpose that they were designed for in the beginning. It's very interesting. And that letter that came in to, to Phil, I, I was fascinated by the, the wife who has to go home to the parents every single year yeah. because that's what she... Is that about childhood? That, that That's a warmth for her. That's important. Yeah, see, we'd only know if we have her here now, right? Okay. But my guess would be, would maybe that... For me, everything comes from our childhood. Yeah. yeah, that's where we build our protectors. That's where we get... That's where we get our view of the world, yeah? And it can be through school. It can be through parents. It can be through friends. But that's where we get our perspective on what the world is going to be like, whether it's safe, whether it's not safe. And maybe for that woman, I'm not sure, maybe that's her sense of safety. Mm. Maybe she feels safe there. Maybe it brings back lovely memories for her of growing up and, you know, mum taking care of her mm. and dad taking... Who, mm. like, but the thing about she's it very is, precious about it, uh, yeah, certainly from the letter. Yeah, you know. it sounds like she, you know, yeah. it sounds like that that's, that's her comfort spot, you know. So we don't want to take that away from her, yeah. but we want her to get an understanding of that she's living out of it. Yes. Do you know? And not be fearful around, I suppose. You can make your own comfort now. Of course, yeah. yeah. But you know. does she have to get to the place where she understands why she wants that so badly? Yes, and yeah. that's the key. And it's always about looking at her own behaviours and what 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 is happening here for me. How And if there's fear behind it, you definitely know then that that's the protector. If there's fear behind your behaviour, if you're doing it because, oh, I have to, I must, I should, I ought to, if those words come into it, you know then that there's a huge need to mind yourself in it. And if you feel like you need to mind yourself in it, how is that? What's the threat? Yeah. How do you deal with that kind of fear? That's how you do is by recognising it. Recognizing yeah. It. It's about acknowledging that it's there. It's about recognising it. You don't have to do anything with it, right? Because now I have a conscious choice around whether I want to use this protector anymore. That's what that's what makes the difference. It's not that you're using, say, uh, a passive ag- or passive or aggressive or whatever way you your protector is. It's not that you use it. It's your understanding of where it came from, why you're using it now, and connect the two. That's how you get um, choice out of it. That's when you can say, you know what, I really think now that I need to be passive in this situation because I am fearful, yeah? But now I'm recognising it consciously. It's not a reaction anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm having a response here. Yes, I really feel threatened in this situation. I feel like I need to be passive now. I need to stand back. I need to run away. And that's my way of taking care of myself now. Now, the next time it comes along for me, right, because I would have been passive. I would have ran, like, for the hills, Mm, right? mm. So the next time it comes around for me now, I might be a bit braver because now I'm consciously, I know that that's what I'm doing. But when I don't know what I'm doing, it's just a reaction. Okay, yeah. and the advantage of that then is is what you f- you feel better about you, I suppose. Well, doesn't it? it always feel good to be able to assert yourself yeah, and stand up yeah. for yourself? You know, it always feels good to know this is why I'm doing this. This is where it's coming from. And it makes perfect sense to me that I put that in place when I was younger to take care of myself. 
It's very interesting indeed. Christmas time, though, I mean, every year we have discussions around this and yeah. around the conflict and around the alcohol and all of, yeah. all of these things. And still, it's a gorgeous time of year. You know? Well, it is for me. You would yeah. find it gorgeous as oh, well. Well, I love it, but I'm very strict about it. I'm not strict over other people, but I'm strict over the way we celebrate Christmas and it's just ourselves. We yeah. don't go out and we don't have anybody in. Yeah, well, I can say I did. My children said that to me years and years ago when they were really small because uh, I suppose I was a pleaser and I used to be trying to, you know, make sure everybody had somewhere to go and everybody was yeah. happy and everybody was... And my kids said to me, they were really small at the time, they said, ma'am, we don't want to go to anyone else's house. Yeah. We don't want anyone coming here because mm. we can't open our presents. We can't play with our presents. There's an expectation that we're going to be saying hello to everybody. Yeah. And like then we decided pyjama day. I, it sounds perfect to me. Do you know, yeah. and yeah. that's the way it is. Now, I'm very conscious that my children will be leaving me soon. Mm, I know. <laughs> so I'll have to get a new pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, and that's the taking care of yourself yeah. again. Well, it's strange you said it, but as you know, my son is yeah. away in the last six weeks or so, but it'll be the first Christmas without him now. So that puts a whole other yeah. dynamic, dynamic into it all together. And that's what happens, isn't yeah. it? Life progresses and things change. Yeah. You know, it's even like that girl, you know, her life has progressed. She's with that, that her husband four years now that they're together and she still feels that she's in that place of, you know, but life does move on yeah. and things yeah. do happen. And, you know, there is bereavement and there is all sorts of stuff and there is heartbreak and stuff like kids moving away mm. You know, mm. but that's what life is about. And who wouldn't want to see them spread their wings? Oh, sure, of course. Yeah. Of course, indeed. Sure. It's selfish old stuff, you know. It's just lovely. to care of self <laughs> in it. Now, mind yourself. That's what it's about. Well, isn't that the secret of everything? If people want to talk to you, Susan, how, how can they do so? No problem. It's uh, My phone number is 086 3676 256 and it's info at ie. Thanks, friend. Always good to see you, Susan. Thanks very much indeed. We'll take a break back in just a moment. Join the conversation in Tipperary. Contact us through Facebook, Twitter or email tiptoday at tipfm.com.